Welcome to Film Grain, the official podcast of the Film Society of Northwestern Pennsylvania and the Greater Erie Film Office. We preview film productions and events in the region and speak with creative entrepreneurs as Erie carves out its part in the wider industry landscape. I'm John Lyons, filmmaker, teaching artist, and the executive director of the Film Society. My name is Stuart Nash. I'm the director of the Greater Erie Film Office and a filmmaker. On this episode... We've got Film Grain Dinner and a Movie at the Bourbon Barrel presents a night with Oscar and Emmy Award winner Phil Tippett. This is our biggest guest ever on Wednesday. Our guests today are Adam Welsh and Nick Warren of Hi, The everybody. Eerie Reader. Hey. hey. <laughs> and our roundtable discussion will be reviews and critiques. How can regional media help elevate our art? I like it. How can it? We'll see. But first, Stu, Jesse, John, and Dorota went to Akron, Ohio. Yes, we of did. Of all places, the first time for all four of us, to an event that was put on by the Sundance Institute. So when Sundance comes two hours away from Erie, Pennsylvania, you've got to go check it out. Um, and at this event was, the big name was Karn Kusama, who is writer and director of The Invitation, Girl Fight, Destroyer, her husband, Aeon Flux. Her husband, Phil Hay, was there too, mm-hmm. writer and yes. uh, uh, co-creator with her. And producer Mallory Schwartz was yep. there as well. So Stu, what did you think about the experience I thought it was outstanding when I first heard about it and it was a free event. I was like, we're definitely going. Yeah. And I said, let's get there as early as possible because it's going to sell out. Which, which was did. smart because yep. we sat right behind uh, everyone at Sundance and the <laughs> yes, directors we did. We were and writers. Second row, which was great. <laughs> we were completely absorbed in the experience. Um, and it was nice, too, because we did uh, a full audience and then we did two breakout sessions. And we went over a couple clips that she had done, one mm-hmm. from the uh, invitation and one from Destroyer, Destroyer uh, which was great. Yeah. Um, and Two movies that I love and we've shown at our film series. Yeah, which was in the great past. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the breakouts, uh, which was what I really liked, was mm-hmm. about the producer. And Mallory Schwartz really focused on what I want to do. And they talked a lot about how uh, Sundance had these labs. Um, yeah. And these labs are. Uh, intense labs you need to apply way in advance you need to have all your ducks in a row as far as having a script or a director partner and then uh, once that's all settled uh, it's literally a year-long commitment to these various labs yeah yeah it's very competitive to get into them but it was nice to uh, kind of get the inside scoop from somebody who's been through the labs but it was cool because um, they opened the floor to any questions. And then also um, they had breaks where you could go out and socialize and network. And we met people from around Akron and Cleveland that, uh, you know, some people, it was interesting seeing that, um, like in Akron, they're just starting up, like, essentially a film society there. And it was just nice. young wo- one young woman you know, kind of like trying to rally people from Akron, like, hey, let's get together. We need to form a board. And that kind of made me feel like, all right, we're further along yeah, than, you know, are. a lot You're of like, places. like, how does that feel? Like, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. So, that was cool, though, seeing them, like, mm-hmm. what we'd been at about five, six years ago. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, it was awesome. And I got to talk to Karin about Unearth, and she gave me a whole list of festivals that I need yeah, to submit to. Yeah, that was cool. To, which was That awesome. was a great conversation. Yeah. So that was awesome. So, but anybody who's interested in that, uh, you can go online. You can look up for the Sundance Institute, also the Knight Foundation, and uh, there's tons of information out there for filmmakers. And apparently, every year they come to Akron <laughs> and like six other places um, around the U.S. So, and definitely, watch that's for due it to the year. Knight Foundation because we were uh, curious how do we get inst- uh, Sundance right. to come to Erie, and <laughs> it's the Knight Foundation who were former uh, media. Uh, owners and they had newspapers in these uh eight locations ones like macon georgia uh eight uh, akron akron there's that brewery too it was an acronym <laughs> or it was called yeah uh, we stopped that anyways uh but yeah it was a good time awesome dinner in a movie is our wednesday night film series Events take place at the Bourbon Barrel, 1213 State Street in downtown Erie, Pennsylvania. This series features a big screen, couch and table seating options, and great company. Dinner is buffet style, included with your admission, vegetarian options every week, and gluten-free on request. Plus, table service all night long. Reserve your seats when you order online at filmsocietynwpa.org. Remember, Wednesday night, we are screening all three parts of Phil Tippett's series, Mad God. And Phil Tippett himself will be joining us on the big screen for a live Skype Q&A with our audience. Hosted by Edinburgh's only Brad Patillo. So Stu, Mad God is a handmade animated film set in a Milton-esque world of monsters, mutants, and mad scientists. The set's creatures, effects, and spirit are in every way independent and created from the heart. Sometimes that heart is bursting with love for the craft, while other times it's punctured and bleeding all over the place. 24 frames per second. Mad God is a mature film made with technology that spans the history of cinema. Uh, This is a passion project of Phil Tippett's, and he's been working on it on and off for um, decades now. So to quote Phil, he said, the final form of Mad God isn't the film itself, but the memory after you watch it. It's bringing you to that moment just after waking up from a dream, frozen, exploring fragments of your feral mind before they fade back into the shadows. That's the moment. Mad God is just a way to get you there. So this is our biggest name uh, guest that we've ever had. and the Eerie Reader is going to have some features on Phil coming up in mm-hmm. their yeah, Halloween correct. issue. Mm-hmm. So definitely check that out as well. Um, so Phil's going to be joining us live via Skype. He's going to introduce um, the Mad God Project. And then afterwards, he's going to take uh, questions with Brad Patillo in the audience for as long as we go. And he said he would answer questions about anything in his career, not just Mad God. So... As Stu said, yeah, the guy has, you know, he's been in the industry for 40, 50 years. And um, if you love the original Star Wars, Jurassic Park, RoboCop, Starship Troopers, all of these movies, um, you know, he is the reason. Like, I remember, like, the Imperial Walker scene in Empire and, like, on the Tauntauns or whatever. And then in Jedi, uh, he was... um, what was it? The rank, rank, rancor. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He actually has an acting credit on IMDb for that rancor. Oh, because oh, yeah. he was in a suit, in a big <laughs> suit. or something? I thought it was just motion capture, but okay. I mean, it's on there. Yeah. There's a the great uh, Star Wars documentary that's out right now, Ooh. and it covers all that stuff, yeah. and it's just absolutely fabulous. Yeah. So, I think also, just like having having Brad 
talk uh, to Phil is is so perfect because if if anyone's familiar with with Brad's career, he's a stop motion animator, which is like also kind of primarily what Phil Tippett does. He does more than that, obviously, but uh, you know both of them do more than that. But like to have like that one on one shop talk geeky stuff, uh, it it'll it'll really be remarkable, and I'm I'm really interested in like hearing what Brad has to ask him from definitely like eerie like. If there was anyone in the Erie area that is doing what Phil Tippett does, it's Brad. Yeah. Like, so that's that's ideal. And you know, uh, well, yeah, let's talk about how to how to pose things. And you know, <laughs> I had Brad for class at, at, at Edinburgh, and uh, you know, he he would bring up stuff like that, and it, it's very cool. Awesome. And I know that he he also has like the the geek mentality to really dive in. For yeah, sure. The, yeah, Mad God looks very interesting. Very like yes, Funkmeyer esque like <laughs> kind of. You know, anytime you get in like the world of like a, a craftsperson uh, or in like a someone that's not, you know, a, a director or a writer per se or known for that, and then they're like, okay, I'm gonna do what I want to do, and it's gonna look kind of crazy yeah. and be pretty awesome. And it's gonna be like a little twisted, and it's great for sure. And you said you was working on this for decades. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was wondering how it spanned mm-hmm. yeah. all of this. Is like part that's, three. That's yep. Yeah, so once like, you get to part three, there's more kind of like live action and CG kind of integrated. Are they like 12? I know the first one's like 12 minutes, something yeah. like that. Yeah, like, I think total runtime, it's like 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So we've got plenty of, plenty of time to Q&A it. So yeah, that's, that's our event. It's this Wednesday. Please attend uh, because it's going to be amazing. Uh, pre-sales are available through our website, as Stu said, filmsocietynwpa.org. So now our guests, Adam Welsh, Nick Warren. Hi there. Thanks for having us. Yeah, good to be here. So what's the eerie reader? (laughs) You don't know. (laughs) So how did you guys come to, I guess this is mainly for Adam. Adam. Uh, Have you always been in Erie? Did you come back to Erie? I am born and raised in Erie. Okay. And I left for about 10 years. And a lot, well, I lived in Cincinnati Mm -hmm. for school. I lived in State College for school. And then we moved out to San Diego. So I spent a good chunk of time out there. Um, And kind of coming back and forth between San Diego and Erie is is where I thought, man, Erie really could use some kind of alt weekly. There's Mm -hmm. such great arts here. And there's there's a lot going on. And there was, you know, even even back then, because that's. Yeah. It's a ways back when I was <laughs> back when I was doing that, but and you um, did some writing back then too, right? Like yeah, when I was when I, I was out read. there in mm-hmm. California, I was I was trying to get into the into the screenwriting biz, and and I did that for about seven years. And so we're gonna make one of one of these scripts into a movie. Mm-hmm. I love it, Adam. I can't no wait. I've heard I've heard the same thing. <laughs> you know? um, I at the time I thought, well, this is kind of a logical transition. I mean, I, I wanted to do something that was actually making money for for myself. Yeah, um, it's important. But this was an entrepreneurial, creative type endeavor that I thought was, uh, you know, almost like a logical next step a- yeah. after that. And um, I had done a lot of different, ma- you know, just business management sales type jobs. Uh-huh. So uh, it's not like I was just jumping into that, um, you know, without having anything. But really, I'm just one of the of two co-founders and co-owners. Right. You know, it was who else? Who well, else was part of the team? Brian Graham. Uh huh. And so when he moved, he also was living out in San Diego. When he moved back to Erie, um, is when we really it, and it's just something that was just this idea that we talked yeah. about 
you know, uh, as we traveled back and forth. Uh, but when he moved back here, we really said, let's give it a shot. What did you guys see when you came back? Like after you had, you know, experienced other parts of the country and, you know, maybe some other independent uh, publications and stuff like that. When you came back to Erie, you know, what kind of pushed you to, okay, yeah, what now's the time. What years were you time. out in San Diego? Oh, right. I got out there in 99 and then came back in 04. That's funny because mm-hmm. I was out there in 89, 299. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? So I know all about the reader, you know? Yeah. And it, I mean, it oh, was yeah. like the pivotal the social uh, you know, magazine to have uh, if you were doing anything as a 20-something. Oh, it was your guidebook for all mm-hmm. things San Diego. I mean, yeah. really, I mean, it's it's the eerie reader for, <laughs> for a reason. Um, but yeah, you had to, you know, back when, let's say when I moved there in September of 99, there was no real internet or or ways to kind of see what the events were. And yeah. I mean, this, it was the thing you had to have uh, in order to see what was going on there. So every um, Wednesday released, I yeah. believe they did and, it. Yeah. Every week. Right. And that was the really yeah. the first place where I started to rely on a publication like mm-hmm. this. And then you really start relying on it. Mm-hmm. And then you come back to a place like here and you're like, where is this thing? It, it doesn't yeah. exist. You know, that's, you know, yeah. that those right there are the best ideas, I think, if you're, you know, if you're an entrepreneur. Uh, but, to, you know, to answer your question, when you come back here, really what I saw was just so much potential for things. There, you know, you have a hundred ideas of, boy, I wish Erie had this. I wish Erie had that when you are, are living in a bigger city. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the, I mean, I definitely credit that moving away and then coming back for all of this. I remember when we first started the reader, everybody involved either did that, left and came back, or was not from Erie at all and just was, you know, was in Erie. So there's a lot of different perspectives and yeah. sensibilities at, at play there. When I first saw it, well, you know, in Erie, I was like, this is awesome. I was <laughs> like, I saw it and I'm like, wait a second. I make mean, this is like, you know, I remember this. I recall it and I was like, who's behind this, you know? And it was a great a lot of thing people, to do. A lot of people in the first, I want to say the first few years, mm-hmm. One of the biggest hurdles to get over was nobody believed that it was from Erie. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, there have been a lot of other types of oh, publications yeah. like yeah. this. And they just say, oh, that's owned out of town. And it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you really had to kind of impress on people. No, this is this is a very local from Erie of yeah. Erie type of thing. Almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy right. for other media. <laughs> Right. Well, and now way. and now look where we are in in the media landscape in Erie. We are we are a locally owned media yeah. company. There's the Lecom radio station, but really everything else, TV, yeah. print, All of it has radio, been, that's, it's owned out of town. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I used to work TV news, so I yeah, know so, so the whole I, yeah. racket and the whole Erie Times news has been mm-hmm. stripped down. And, mm-hmm. you know, it used to be two publications a day delivered to your door. I was a PM really? paperboy. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. And so you are a homegrown uh, uh, institution. We are the, the only local voice for news arts. That's right. Yes. As yeah. you can read on our masthead right there. <laughs> so Nick, uh, talk about your background and get us to how you came into the fold. Yeah, well, I mean, when when Adam and Brian started the reader, uh, I as you know, I grew up in Edinburgh and Erie most, like all my life. And when the, when the reader started, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really cool. I was like, I wish I was involved with this, doing something, illustration, whatever. Never really got a hold of them for a while. And uh, I came to the reader th- three or four years ago. I've mm-hmm. been, been with you guys for a while. But uh, I, um, their old arts and culture editor, Alex Bueller, left. And me and Alex would always talk about music. We would all just bounce yeah. bounce stuff off off of each other. And then Alex left, and I was like, oh, that's sad. And then I, like, I just sent an email to the reader. 
hey, do, like if you guys need anyone to do music reviews, like I would like to. I had done that for like for zines and stuff like that, and on my own blog and whatever. And, and uh, Katie Kreist at the time uh, was the managing editor and, and said, yeah, please, we need people. And I think by the next issue, I was doing like all of them. <laughs> and uh, then like a few months later, I was I was writing features, and it just and then I was like, oh, also I do design, so. Uh, then I started doing covers, and I just kind of gradually, like, then I was like, well, maybe. Then they were like, oh, do you want to do this part-time? I was like, yes, of course I do. This is, like, <laughs> the be- like the best, like, place to be. Um, so then I just gradually, like, uh, did more and more, and now I'm there full-time, and it's, yeah. We it's just said, we'll take it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So you started out, what, just kind of like a contributing yeah. writer? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then just kind of did more and more, yeah. and, uh, yeah. But on yeah. on top of all the stuff that he does now as the managing editor, um, and he just listed a ton of it, but he still does these reviews. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. such a good reviewer. Yeah. I was just telling him the other day, it just comes <laughs> so, it obviously comes so natural. I have yeah. a really hard time writing reviews mm-hmm. specifically. He's just, he can just. It's great for him. me for like discovery. I always check out your stuff. Because yeah, if yeah. I want to find something new or, you know, just something good. Yeah. To listen to you have your fingers on the pulse. Well, thank you very much. You good job. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I would, that's like when when I talk about like talking to Alex and stuff like that, and the the old uh, uh, music editor and stuff like that. I would always just scan what was new. I, I would just like when I was just a, a civilian in, in quotes. I would always be like, okay, what and look on like Pitchfork or something like that, and and see, okay, what what's new? And I would make a playlist of all the new albums. And uh, I would filter out, like, and curate what I like. And much the same, I'm sure, as you do with curating the film series. And, like, like you, you, you're able to scan, like, uh, kind of, uh, you know, critic lists, you know, things that get talked about a little bit. Sometimes you discover things that are wholly new that, like, oh, I just like the cover of that album, so I listen to it. And I've discovered some of my favorite stuff that way. It's totally random. But then, like, a critical consensus is a real thing. Like things you know there are certain times more than others but like when when a group of people kind of organically like it and and as opposed to like something from a major label that's like or like something that's like a huge release uh when there's like just this organic groundswell of people liking something it's usually for a clear reason yeah it's authentic yeah it's real i was happy to kind of do that weird curation like on my own like social media pages and stuff like that beforehand. So it's just like, you know, essentially it is like a labor of love, however cliche that might be. Mm -hmm. So talk us through, um, I guess, kind of how the reader has grown. And we're going to get up to 40 under 40, you know, Mm -hmm. and talk about the the experience coming up uh, this Friday. Um, But talk about the growth and bringing new people into the fold and, and kind of where the reader has gone from its infancy to coming up on the 10 years right yeah well, our first issue was march 30th 2011 so um that's when the first print issue and before that we had just kind of run it like a uh just a real basic website with just a bunch of you know brian and i did yeah. all the content for that um kind of like a super blog kind of thing. yeah that was it it was just it was just basically writing up our own kind of perspectives on uh, on different stories and linking to different stories that you know again you want to keep that local angle and, yeah. and that's you know that's something i have that to imagine you guys do. like were 
working your asses off in the early days, like so much time, so many hours. I mean, we had we before had before you brought more still, and more still, people into. We had a well, basic yeah. idea yeah. of of what we yeah. wanted to do, um, and we wanted to just put a brand out there and see what you know what kind of traction it got. And we knew it was going to be in print, but we didn't want that to be really well known yet. And so, mm. um, so we worked that website. Uh, pretty much all the way through until the launch of that, uh, of the, of the print piece. Yeah. And then, and then of course you have to kind of, your website has to evolve, which it has done you yeah, know, oh, yeah. two, two big times. Great you know. website. Shout out to Epic Web <laughs> on the website. But I mean, we've just, I mean, we've grown, I think in the ways that probably most alt weeklies grow the distribution, you know, when you start out, it's the, you know, you, you know exactly the places where you have to get into like supermarkets, for mm -hmm. example, that's, mm -hmm. that is a huge, huge point for anybody that has a publication that is, that is free like this. Um, but over the, over the years, that's just, that's one example of things that you just keep actively growing. Mm -hmm. So now we have over 400 distribution locations in Erie County. So this thing is everywhere. And I don't, you know, I, I think we probably will still continue to to add spots, mm -hmm. but I mean, we've definitely achieved some good level of saturation. Oh yeah, um, and then just doing things like this, like the event we have coming up this Friday. You know, and <clears throat> we could probably name a, a, a number of things that we've been involved with, where you just, you know, you want people to associate this great local stuff with, you yeah. know, with the reader, with you know, with this local voice for news, arts, and culture. Um, but I think we've done a good job of growing the brand mm -hmm. and, and growing the awareness and people count on this now as almost like the other paper. Mm -hmm. Um, because unlike a lot of other alt weeklies that you will see this, you know, we really stress the, um, you know, like the local it news is, and it politics. It is local everything. Right. It's yeah. local and there's everything. content to it too. It's not just a one line, two line little, you know, oh, yeah. snippet. It's mm -hmm. like, oh gee, where'd you get that? The AP? Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, deep dive you guys, yeah, big time. Yeah. That's what you get when you allow a writer to have extended periods of time to be able to, you know, to, to focus on a right. piece. Um, yeah, we're able get to, to do more long form stuff and it's, yeah. And they get a little bit more of their personality in there yes, and they have, yeah. they have a little bit more, it's easier for them to kind of roam like that. Mm -hmm. It's a lot different than just straight reporting, you yeah. know? Um, so it is that magazine style journalism. So not, not only is it very hyper local and always about Erie, mm -hmm. um, but you also get to read about Erie in this, uh, this really, in, at least for me, really enjoyable way. Yeah. yeah. How many contributors do, do you even know how many you have now? Like uh, it started off two dudes. It's, it's about a dozen uh -huh. uh, or so regular it's freelancers. I got it's... 19 here. Oh, dang. Oh, 20. Sorry. <laughs> um, nice. Well, that that counts. Yeah. In a, in a given issue, there's about usually about a dozen contributors. Yeah, right. um, uh, you know, some ranging from uh, shorter event spotlights to, you know, 2,000 word features and stuff like that. All the so. way to our local cartoon artists. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean right. it's, it's everything. Yeah, we have four local cartoonists, which is uh, great. Um, they pull no punches. I love it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they they can, you know, we, we, we do stuff that, you know, sometimes rubs people the wrong way. You know, there's yeah. some... Do you hear about it? I'm sure you guys hear. Oh, we hear. hear about oh, yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> People usually are there. They jump at the opportunity to let us know about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, but yeah, it's fine. Can, I mean, we 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 know that going into it. It's yeah. it's part of the game. Yeah. The other thing about the reader is if you're listening to this and you have an inkling, hey, I want to write for the reader, send me an email because our doors are always open. Uh, we are always looking for new freelancers and always looking for. 
uh, for new people to contribute because that's how we grow and that's how we evolve. We we want to bring in new voices and people that are engaged and energized in this stuff. And they yeah. can also submit that on the site. Yes, as yes, well. uh, we're also very easy. Yeah, we're doing. We've actually even like uh, this past week, I've made it even easier. You can actually submit. Uh, a piece directly to the website in in its entirety and up for consideration. On uh, you can be like, do you want this for print consideration? Okay, yes. Uh, do you have photos? And it's a, so uh, you know we're continually finding new ways to kind of streamline the process and you know uh, reach out to people. But like you well. said, finding new yeah. finding new voices. Yeah, you know, I mean that's, yeah, that's the important. whole idea behind these is to kind of complement mainstream media and mm -hmm. be this forum for ideas and discussion. So you really do need to have. And you kind of touched on it a couple minutes ago. You do need a a constant influx of new yeah. uh, of new talent. And yeah, and for like the for the cartoonists I mentioned, I reached out to the our three new ones personally, and I was like, "Hey, I know you do this. <laughs> do this for us." And like, cool. you know, sometimes you stumble on. A lot of times, people get a hold of you on Twitter. I saw this uh, blog called Rust and Dirt, and I was like. I saw this guy that was really energized, like, and yeah. knew his history, and that's Jonathan Burdick, and yeah. he's one of our favorite writers, and that's now, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's a consistent contributor to us, and just a random guy I saw on Twitter, like, yeah. and it, it's awesome, yeah, and uh, Aaron Phillips, old ear on foot, just recently contributed to us, kind of the same vibe, uh, so I'm always, always room for, for new voices here, it's great. Awesome. But we want to talk about 40 under 40, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all right, so... What is 40 under 40? <laughs> so, I mean, we didn't invent the concept of 40 under 40, but again, we're, here we are with an alt weekly and we're kind of in our, our infant stages. And we said, this is, this is a great idea. Back to your point, this is a great way for the Erie reader to put its brand out there and, um, and at least content wise, do something that a lot of people are going to love. Yeah. So when you make a list like that, it's going to be people are going to love looking at it. It's going to be divisive. It all, it always is. That's, yeah. that's just part of it. That's yeah. fine. Um, but you know, for me, at least we do this issue once a year and then we celebrate all the people once a year. Uh, the issue comes out in June, the event that is coming up this Friday that's uh, we've been doing it in October. Mm -hmm. um, but it really is when I look at that list and I see how many people every year mm -hmm. are nominated for this thing yeah. and how difficult it is every year yeah, to whittle yeah. down to the to the 40. I mean, this I'll, I'll be honest, when we started it, I was like, we're going to have to <laughs> we're going to have to have retreads in here. A couple right. of years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every year, like I'm you, I, I've only I haven't been doing this as long as Adam has, but I'm like, all right, next year's going to be rough. And then lo and behold, we, we get a list and it was like, oh, all these people are great. Like it's it's uh, kind of unquestionable. And there's just, there's a lot of people in Erie that are mm -hmm. doing awesome stuff. And there are like, there are so many that we haven't yet recognized and we will next year yeah. and uh, or the year after that. So we have had seven lists now. John was yeah, an yeah. original 40 under 40. Class list, 13, list number one. 2013. So we're up to... 280 folks that have, mm -hmm. that have been honored with this mm -hmm. thing. And like I was saying before, it really is, I mean, this is for all intents and purposes, the future of, of Erie. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm a person who thinks the future is bright for Erie anyway, but when I look at that list and I'm with these people and mm -hmm. when we're putting that issue together, it's the most optimistic I am about Erie every year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like the music, for me, it's great to go through and discover the people, like mm -hmm. people like, mm -hmm don't know that are here right. and read about them. And a lot of times I'll reach out to them and be like, you know, we'll either pull them into a film thing yeah, or for like just, a panel yeah. or something like mm -hmm. that. I'd be like, oh, well this, this movie is about 
X. And yeah. oh, well, well, there's an expert on X. Like yeah, It's a great directory yeah. of yeah. talent. And so even we should say it it is nominated by mm-hmm. the people. your readership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so when do nominations nom- usually? They are open, open all, all year, year now. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we kind of uh, made that change a couple of years ago. We were just like, let as soon as this is done and the list is out, let's say we can nominate people now. Yeah, so right. that's that's how it's been for like a couple of years. I mean, we're years. the same as everybody. You just be walking around someday and be like, oh, you know what? They would be a good 40 under 40. Well, yeah. Yeah. before yeah. that thought escapes, put it, you know, yeah. nominate them. So how many do how many did you get this time that you had to whittle down? How many total nominations? Yeah. I think it was one hundred and eight. I think it, it might have been more. I think it was, maybe, was it over two hundred? Yeah, great. it was over two hundred. It's um, amazing. Yeah, uh, and the, I, I think the total number was because we had a bunch of duplicates, people being nominated multiple times, and that was well over two hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was pretty. This year was. Pretty. We arrived at a consensus pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Okay, is very refreshing. And we have, and when we do the the voting, I mean, we involve the entire mm-hmm. editorial yeah, board yeah. Uh-huh. basically. So there's a lot of people, several, several members mm-hmm. on there. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not not just like Adam Adam and Brian saying <laughs> yay or nay. Yeah. No, in <laughs> fact, when we when we do get down to that point, <clears throat> we have to do a yay or nay. We have it be the three of us, Brian, Nick, and myself. Yeah. So that you you can have a and kind of a yeah. Tie usually there, there's like one or two people mm-hmm. on the on the on the button there. Uh-huh. I'm curious, and you guys probably don't know this, but I know you follow up with a lot of mm-hmm. um, the people. Are yeah. are most of them still here? Have most of them? Yes. Yeah. Um, there, there is obviously a, a, you know, a handful of people that, you know, have gone on, moved to different cities and stuff like yeah. that. People that have uh, been nominated for um, something that they've abandoned too. That's uh-huh. that happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, as as life goes, yeah. you know. Um, so, but for for every one of those, there's five people that go on to like continued success and that you can like follow for years to come. Uh, but yeah, there's there's certainly a, a few uh, people that like oh. Oh well, they moved like mm-hmm. yeah right away. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, think yeah. of the people that are on your list. Right, I'm, I'm sure there's a good handful that mm-hmm. don't even live in Erie anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's the nature. I mean, that's the nature of it. Like, I, and a lot of you know, I've uh, followed up. I follow up with every single one of these people, and I email every single one of these people. And um, you know, they they get letters from like. Uh, from PA senators, like it's like hmm. it's uh, they get like nationally recognized uh, for this stuff, and it's really impressive. I remember like the the one year uh, uh, my my friend got it, and she was like, "I got this like letter," and then everyone did, and I was like, "Oh, that's <laughs> that's amazing that it's being recognized like statewide like that." Um, awesome. But yeah, a lot of and people have uh, gone on to like find oppor- like opportunities from getting 40 under 40 which I think is amazing. People um, come together yeah, from 40 yeah. under 40 and create yeah. new things. I yeah. mean all of this stuff is really what it's all about. Yeah. Um yeah, it's and and again we try to throughout the year a couple different times a year at least carve out time where we go back and yeah. re- and revisit in a certain uh, way. So yeah, usually one, in, a, in our I2E issue in uh, March, well, uh, which okay. is our innovation the, industry entrepreneurship yeah. issue. Yeah. So yeah, then we will go and, and look directly at old 40 under 40s and, and say, how have things been going mm, and, that's awesome. and spotlight those those businesses. So if people want to network and meet um, some of the 40 under 40, you guys now have an experience, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. a night of celebration. It, mm-hmm. So uh, take us through how that has grown as well over the well, years. Well, we've done a little 
just kind of a, a social get together happy hour. Just, you know, yeah, th this yeah. is this is a great group of people, yeah. number one. So let's yeah. have an opportunity to, to get everybody together. And have everyone like kind of meet each other. Right. And mm -hmm. you, you've been to those, John. Yeah. Uh, but nice yeah. networking. They've been pretty yeah. low key. Yeah. You know, we've done it yeah. trackside at the brewery. We've done it over Lavery. Mm -hmm. But then we partnered up. This is before last year's event. Mm -hmm. We partnered up with the Young Erie Professionals. Mm -hmm. And... Um, there was a real need from both organizations. You know, I mean, we, we were not event planners, you know, but but there are great people that work with Yep that could that could kind of come together with us and create a much bigger event for mm -hmm. these for these 40 yeah. under 40s. So um, events are tough. Yeah, yes. they are. They're not. Collaboration is key. Yeah. Collaboration is key. Yeah, Events are not fun to plan. You know, <laughs> I love having all these people. I mean, I can't say enough about yeah, how, we're, how we're great, very lucky. Yeah, how know. great it's been with uh, with all of them. Yeah, it's an awesome partnership. Um, but so last year we did our our first one. We did it at Lovell Place. Uh, yeah. For those of you that were there, it was we kind of just transformed this wide open. Mm -hmm. Just of ten thousand square room, feet yeah, of yeah. yeah warehouse room into into a really cool event, and it, it's called the forty under forty experience because we want to get as many forty under forty people there to I guess to showcase yes, the things yeah. that they that they do yeah. from from tattoo artists mm -hmm. to food and drink to photography mm -hmm. yeah. to art even whatever yeah. you know music of mm -hmm. course mm -hmm. uh, like we we will program our our in almost yeah, entire music yeah, lineup with 40 under 40 uh, people yeah, so well, so yeah cool. last year we I, uh, we made a band out of only 40 under 40 honorees that That's was awesome. fun uh, it's currently my uh, Facebook timeline photo because um, they brought me on stage. And while I was getting tattooed, you could see my uh, my pant leg rolled up. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 great. And there there's so many people that um, are, yeah, Stu's calling it up right now. You can <laughs> um, purple haze going on. There. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Organizing uh, all the music for that uh, uh, is a lot of fun that we have this particular event. Uh, well, we're, we're taking over the Avalon, the first floor of the Avalon uh, Hotel and Conference Center. And the thing about that, well, last year we did it at Level Place, which was, like Adam said, kind of just one big room. So everything was uh -huh. together. Uh, this, this year we're having different things. We have, we have a silent disco in one room. We have a, we have a little like tattoo parlor and like a screen printing room. Uh, we have uh, like a ballroom with uh, food and drink and then a uh, like a singer-songwriter stage in there. We have the Hideaway, which is uh, some kind of uh, lighter, more instrumental music and uh, experimental stuff, and with a with a local beer garden in there. Nice. Um, Damn, we, this sounds great. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, tickets still available. For <laughs> yeah, us? yeah. Plus, yeah. we're not even done. Yeah, no, we're not even done. Show them if I'm over. But wait, there's more. Yeah, we. And, well, that's a good point. So I'll, I'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah, we have like a um, we, live live photo uh, live live art display after party. Uh, yeah and, that, and an after party that which everyone is going to be invited to uh with the charles Brown experience and uh dj johnny evans and, I, and that's in the lola's the the bar at the avalon the avalon's a really cool place i think that's like uh underutilized this moment that big time. Mm -hmm. and uh they have like uh, they've been great to us uh for this year um originally we we're going to have it at the ballet house but then unfortunately they're they're not open anymore which i mourn for but then we got uh avalon in there and we we're like oh there's so many rooms like so we're able to just do like it's almost like a mini festival essentially mm -hmm. like there's there's so much going on in there yeah we're gonna have like these uh big kind of almost like an installation of photos from uh this year's nominees 
uh, like large printed out photos and stuff nice. like that. Who uh, did your photos? Uh, Make them, Masha. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Um, awesome. He, we've been uh, lucky enough to have him work with us a couple times with with photo, um, and he did an, an amazing job. Um, got everyone photographed. I think uh, the last. Two or three years, we've gotten awesome. everyone. The one year I did the photos, that was that was fun. But back to what you were saying, that it, you do not have to be under forty to go to this. <laughs> no, thing. you do not. It is open to the public, and this is this is just a great way for people. I mean, first of all, you just heard Nick break it down. I mean, this is going to be a really yeah, great, yeah, this is awesome great part. Event. I want to go now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get to sample yeah. all. I mean, we have got no, you. You will get drink. You can get full on food, and you can drink as what you would like. <laughs> well, this is the style of event that I like to put on. You know, yeah. I hate these. Let's, I mean, I can't say that because I went and did it. I'm about to contradict <laughs> myself, but I really do hate to sit down table serve things where it's also right, formal right. and yes, everything. Right. I like people to kind of get fed and then move along. But the yeah. fact that you're doing all these little breakout things is great. And the yeah. Avalon, what a great location. Right. And right there's even too. parking in there, the right. whole entire yeah. basement parking structure, yeah. which I don't think a lot of people know about. No. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it just and I know not to down the Avalon, but they've gone through some management right, changes right. and they sure. did some uh, renovations and now it's right. back to where it should be. Yeah, as yeah. a total viable. But location. it is like Nick said, this is a takeover, and I think the the people that go there are going. Even if you're, I mean, a lot of people aren't even familiar with what the Avalon is right. because it is so underutilized. But the people that do go are going to see this place in a completely new yeah, light. There's right. going to be so much that L- we do to, tra- to transform it. Yeah, right. we're going to have a lot of lighting. Thank yeah, you a lot of lighting. So where do you get tickets? Uh, you can go right to the website. It's 40u40.eriepa.com. Um, and pre-sale tickets are on sale. Let's um, do the Erie Chamber. Yes, yeah, and are yeah. they on sale right up? Can you get them at the door, or you should can you get them at the door? Okay. Yeah, they're a little bit more expensive when you get them at the door. Okay. So we uh, advise people to order them on. on and if you are a forty That's under right. forty special pricing honoree, uh, you should have already received an email to get your discount <laughs> there. So check your emails, forty under forty honorees. So and it's this Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Friday at the Avalon. What time does it start? That starts 7. at 7 p.m. Yeah. Okay. And then the and after party With the is... after party, I think that's just going to go until... Until. Bars uh, close. Until close. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So don't miss the 40 yeah. under 40 yeah. thank, experience. And thank you to Marquette and all of our sponsors there. We, we These people are making it happen. There's a lot of awesome businesses that, that are really invested in in Erie. You got, you know, uh, St. Vincent, you got the Erie Community Foundation, uh, Erie Federal Credit Union, Mercyhurst University, Penn State, Red Letter Hospitality, Hammett, and, you know, Stella Artois also donated a bunch of ideas for us. And And that's on top of all the... Which I will will highlight now. So food from Bolero, Skunk and Goat Tavern, Cork, Molly Brannigan's, the Sheraton Bayfront Grill Courtyard, um, which is the uh, the Shoreline mm-hmm. Bar and Grill, Lavery. The, um, we're going to even have a food truck there. Yeah, um, the a sorcery, sorcery food yeah. truck from, uh, from it, the co-op. It's, it's literally some of Erie's best food, right. like yeah. almost in our. So you get to sample s- signature items from all yeah. these places. They, and they, were, then... they were they were they uh, were giving away uh, wagyu beef last time. Like yeah. <laughs> like I could just ha- hold my plate out and Damn. get some, and I was like, okay, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Drinks, Black Monk Brewery, um, we've got, as he said, Stella Artois, Erie Distillery, 5 and 20, Luminary yeah. Distillery, Lavery, Voodoo, and more. So, again, so w- with the one ticket price, yeah. you get to come in here, hang out with mm-hmm. all these people. Oh, There's man. all this great music, all this great art, food, drink. I mean, it's a Can't wait. great event. It's pretty packed. We're, yeah. We've thrown a lot of stuff into, like, a three- or four-hour period there. and Yeah. Uh, I am excited to see how it will go. I uh, wonder if I'll get another tattoo this time around. I wouldn't mind. 
Um, <laughs> he but, said he would do it. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I R, nice big R. <laughs> right I, your chest. I, I happily volunteered last time. Um, got got one in front of a crowd of two hundred some people uh, from Jessica Tello. So that was that was a nice. fun evening. Yeah, man, my stomach is growling. I can't wait for oh, Friday. It's, it is delicious. <laughs> had uh, Brad Ford and Chris Risto on yeah. last week's episode, and they are local artists uh, who... Here we are, Gallery. Correct. Yep, 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 yep. So um, they were talking. Uh, actually, John, maybe uh, you could shed a little more light on this since you were actually hosting. But mm-hmm. uh, we want to talk about how can regional media help elevate our art. Yeah. And I guess our point being is that uh, I feel like we need to be more critical. Yeah, that's... it's It is a tricky... Uh, line to walk. Uh, the whole thing, I, you know, I, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, at the same time, as much as I want to be critical, I don't want, I don't want to criticize. Uh, you, you don't know, want to un, crush un, spirits, un, yeah, but you need to right. be creatively. Yeah, I want to or constructively yeah. Uh, criticism. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, like, like uh, you know, I mentioned in this article, like uh, about Edinburgh's art depart- art program. Like we have critiques. Like that's that is a part of art like that is you don't make art and uh have no one give a value judgment of that like that's like a lot of what it's about um it is it is very difficult i think in a small community um because you're these are people you see every day um you know i basically it's it's similar to how i've gone about it uh it's similar to how i do music is i don't want to review something I don't want to listen to. We have a limited page count here. Uh, so you, we're not able to cover everything. We're not able to, we're not able to go out and follow every press release. But you don't want to yeah, though. Yeah. I mean, how critical can you be before you start pissing off people who are, right. you, know, you know, paying to advertise? And, yeah, and, and kind and of that's who what, are you being critical to? Right, you know, essentially. right. Like um, a difference between going after a place like Erie Insurance or Erie Coke. You know, like some people are more invested in the community and intertwined with everything. And uh, not, not that Erie Coke isn't, but like it, it, some things exist kind of more on their own than other things too. Right. And we're talking about art and the culture and things like not that. Not that Erie too. Insurance has done anything bad. I'm well, right. It's well, an example I mean, of a, hey, a big every, good company. Every organization <laughs> has an underbelly as yeah, far so as absolutely. I'm concerned. Okay. So, and it's all about having conversations with people. But but I think it's good. I mean, you have to be critical. Otherwise, one, how can you grow as an artist? Yeah. Uh, and if your life is just a skyrocket going straight up right. the entire time, how are you ever going to know the lows? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, that is, you know, there's plenty to be critical of. Um, in terms of uh, art, media, music, everything like that that's, that's local. You know, but conversely, there is plenty to, to champion, obviously. And yeah, I would. Ra- I think that's always been what Brian and I have always yeah. felt about this type of, of stuff in the reader is we would, you know, we would rather celebrate the things that are really going well, like the the really good yeah. work that is that is being done. L- lifting things up as opposed to right. shooting them down. I mean, part of our elevator pitch for the reader has always been that we are trying to put Erie's best foot forward. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not means that that does not mean that we're trying to cheerlead things that, uh, you know, aren't, aren't worthy of it. Mm-hmm. We just want to continually 
help movie Erie move forward mm. by putting its best foot forward. So in that, it's like let's like Nick said, there's limited page count. We right. have a two week shelf life. Yeah. Let's use that space if we're going to schedule a piece yeah. and carve out that space. Um, let's use it to really celebrate. And, and I think probably one of the uh, maybe our most common critique of something in a negative aspect is simply not to cover it. Like mm-hmm. uh, if there, if there's something that's well, you didn't talk about that. Maybe there's a reason. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it depends on what it is. Sometimes we just don't get to it, and we would love to cover everything. Um, uh, you know, it, like, for example, Brad reached out to me and wanted to cover Chris Richo's show, and I was, like, getting people to do that, but we didn't get someone on it. So, um, you know, I would love uh, to, to to cover everything. And, you know, Chris is an amazingly talented artist. Mm-hmm. Brad, the, the Erie Art Gallery is a fantastic new space that I'm thrilled with. Um but we that you know that issue we just didn't have the person to do it and um, there's a couple things I'm thinking of because I, I I get what you guys are saying yeah I'm wondering maybe it's, maybe you could have two writers with competing views maybe that way yeah so that mm-hmm. if there's a say a piece of art or an album you know an like album a point counterpoint yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe that could be a way again that yeah, you have that's to find not about two it. writers mm-hmm. and and also like well the you know, the Times News kind of fairly recently stopped doing theater reviews. And that really kind of devastated the theater community. And, you know, it's it's going to be our job to step up and do that. Yeah. Um, you know, then it's hard to find. It's hard to find the writers. You know, we don't like we uh, we only have a limited budget to pay people. We only have a limited uh, page count. So would we rather do a preview or a review? Well, usually we'd rather do a preview because we want to get butts and seats rather than uh, say well yeah who, who do you assign to those reviews are they a new green reporter I know who's ready to get right. you know because that tagged by the audience be, yeah because it, whoever know? like um, you know when you say something especially that is uh, um, critical about something you're probably going to get called out and you need a thick skin right. uh, for that and you know I'm a sen- you know I'm a sensitive person so I don't I don't love that kind of stuff um, particularly you know I'm not I don't well, I think uh, you answered it. You just don't cover it if yeah. it's of no interest to you. Usually that we defer to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the bigger thing is um, always punch up. Like the very minimal, minimal bit of power we have in audience, uh, we're not using that to um, disparage people that – you know, have less resources or something like that. We're not. We're not trying to. We're not trying to say bad things about local people that are really, really trying and it's stuff like that. Shine. It's right. it's so right. much. It's like that's why it's so much more fun to like rip apart a Blink One Eighty Two album or like a uh, or like a bigger budget Look for that movie. In this issue. Yeah, <laughs> or, okay, go for that. Right. Um, or you know, like a or like a bigger budget movie uh, that is. Uh, not without its flaws. Yeah, there's but, plenty of fodder out there. Yeah, but you know, if, you know, when if we're talking about just the reader specifically, back to this us. We, I mean, we have a two week shelf life. A lot mm-hmm. of times, the people who are putting on, let's say, uh, you know, a, a play or mm-hmm. or there's uh, an right. exhibit there's somewhere, this... they really value the promotion side of it mm-hmm. as opposed to the re, like the reviewing it after right. it's done. Right. I remember that was a huge complaint about you know in the very beginning mm-hmm. of of the reader as we were just info gathering. People hated that in the showcase, for example, you would learn about things after they were done. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what's what's the point? And that was, I would have loved to have gone to that. Why be reactive? So we have always put a premium on making sure people are aware of things. Yeah, and and the showcase is a weekly publication.
notification. Right. So that's even so, and we're we're biweekly every other week, not twice a week. Um, so our scheduling is very strange, mm -hmm. oftentimes, yeah. and uh, we have to we have to time this stuff out, this stuff out yeah. and schedule it out actively mm -hmm. every week when we meet up for our editors mm -hmm. meeting every Friday. Um, that's that's a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have like a? And I, you know, I'm not trying to pound this home that I want you guys to do more crits, but do you? No, I love that. A, I mean, I, I, I am with you. Like, can you have a submit? Is there a submission? Like if I yeah, have a editorial. film coming out or an event, yeah. like, is it just, I send you a press release or yeah. is oh, it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I'm wondering if there's some way there can be like a bit of a contract of like, I'm agreeing to submit this to you and right. you guys yeah. write it however and, you want and, and I'm open and, to that. And, uh, you know, in the, in the past, I won't, I won't name names because I don't feel like that. Um, but people have <laughs> sent, people have sent me, uh, albums, uh, local albums that yeah. they've wanted me to review. And there's more often than not, I'm like, okay, that's great. Like, uh, Frame of Mantle sent me theirs and I loved it. It's fantastic. They were, they were from Erie, now they're from Pittsburgh, all that. Tommy Link sent me in his album. It's great. Uh, then I, I've been sent stuff where I just, I, I don't, I don't know what to say about this. That's going to be, yeah, yeah. And, and I just have to say, we, we, we can't do this. Uh, and, uh -huh. it, you know, and I, I try to say that in a way that's not, you know, uh, too disparaging or anything like that. And, you know, who knows? Maybe I should be more disparaging. Maybe, <laughs> may, uh, maybe we should. Maybe we should be tougher on things. Don't you have uh, down days where you just want to rip a head off? Oh, so much. So much. <laughs> just start writing. But, but thankfully, we're not a daily, so. Yeah, uh, yeah sorry. Uh, no. um, but yeah, so we, and the thing is, we're saying this, if you are hearing this and you want to be that person and you want to review, send me an email. Okay. Nick at AreaReader.com. Uh, there's room for, I mean, we talk about limited page counts, but there is no page count online we we just we just like yesterday literally started this uh section uh called local voices where we're going to try to like um uh, put out stuff online that wouldn't make it to print necessarily that is more op-ed related oh, cool. uh that is that is more there's less of a uh, of, of a barrier separating uh entry there um We'll see. Great. We'll see how that goes. You know, it could be. What's uh, that section called? Local voices. It's okay. brand. Literally, I made it yesterday. Like, okay. um, so I think there's like one article article on there right now. So and with more in the pipeline uh, soon. Great. Um, That's a cool addition. But yeah, and we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, and there is there's a button on that page that says submit a story, and the stew's there right now. I made it so you can just put your story online. I, I give instructions on how to write a headline, how to write a subhead, nice. uh, what what word count to have in an article, uh, room for links and references if we want to plug those in. Uh, so, and that's something we've never done before. Uh, and it's going to make, you know, everyone's life easier, I think, like that. And maybe, well, maybe that's a good to, opportunity to, cut down too, the back and to have the general public. Yeah. Like if you go to a restaurant or an event or something yeah. that you, you love and you want to share that yeah. or you didn't have a great experience. I, yeah, I think, I think that that would be that. a great uh, kind would of great be a writer, of not just a reviewer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And, and it, at the same time, not everything's going to – we're, we're not going to let everything oh, through. You know? yeah, yeah, right, we, right, we've right. had some – 
some real gems be sent to us in the past uh, from some real interesting characters. And uh, we would love to share those at some point, but uh, Maybe not. yeah, probably not. <laughs> those are, those are for our, our private spot. Right. Um, but yeah, there we, overall we've just had such a success. Uh, people are so engaged here and, you know, Stu brought up like investigative journalism. Uh, I just want to speak to that out a little bit. Uh, that's such a, it, it, it's a integral, uh, job that we need, but it is such a difficult job to do correctly. So that's, and so like some of our writers that have dove into that more, Katie Kreese, uh, uh, Lisa Gensham are, are some of our most experienced uh, journalists, not just authors, journalists uh, who have a, a professional background in this stuff. And you can't like, I'm not saying you can't, but if you're just, if you're a first time writer, you need to, you can't just go and be like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to take this, uh, this place <laughs> blow down. The, blow the be, lid off. Yeah. Guys. Because I mean, you need to, you need to, need, unfortunately, that's the name of the, like the nature of the, the game. You have to establish like a professional credibility going into this before you can't just come off the street and uh, speak your mind about everything. You need to it's build not, trust yeah, with yeah. contacts. Mm -hmm. yeah. You need, yeah, your credibility and yeah. you have to back up what yeah. you're and writing. And it takes a dedication too. Yeah. It's not just like a fluff piece where you can come in on a right. Saturday and Sunday and be like, oh yeah, the parade happened this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Lots of people showed up. The yeah. mayor said, we're happy. Hey, we're yeah. happy. You know? yeah. I mean, it's a long patient process <laughs> yeah. for a lot mm -hmm. of these stories. And a lot of people that are writing these stories yeah. are really passionate yeah. about these stories and they have to temper that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you have, you, you've got to get all your ducks in a row. And, and yeah. And you need to have the right uh, attitude and mindset. You can't just go in uh, guns blazing a thousand percent because you need to actually get uh, comments from these people. You need to get these people to talk to you and to like, to actually like mm -hmm. want to talk to you. And, and, you know, um, so you, you do need to build up a, a, a little reputation of trust, which is really important and difficult. Well, Nick said it, people in Erie are really engaged. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is, that's one thing that people have always appreciated about the reader from the very, very beginning mm -hmm. um, was, the fact that it is everything in it, it has a local angle. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's that's kind of how we approach all of our it's, pieces. And people so are, are my common uh, reply to uh, spam bloggers who want to write for us. I'm right. Like, well, if it we either you're local or you're writing about local, preferably both. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. But no, they're they're just they're more than willing to you know kind of get their opinion out there, throw their hat in the ring mm -hmm. and, and, and engage with, uh, and with whatever topic we're talking about. We don't, you don't need a degree to write for us. It helps, but like anyone can be a writer, you know, not everyone can be a great writer, but like everyone can, you know, our door is open. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to say that I want or was being exclusionary or anything like <laughs> that, because there's, there's plenty of people that have contributed to us that, you know, don't have a, uh, academic background or anything like that so no we we get that for sure well thank you both for being here and thanks for the eerie reader for being eerie's voice thank you guys <laughs> thanks thanks for having us That's been our episode. You can buy tickets for Mad God with Phil Tippett and the rest of our programming at filmsocietynwpa.org or at the door the day of the event. Next week, our guest will be filmmaker Mike Berlin to talk about his career and to share some reality TV horror stories. And we're going to break down our reactions to undercover billionaires, too. So I'm looking forward Ooh. to that. That's always fun. Yeah. 
October 14th, we'll have filmmaker Jim Morton on the podcast to talk about his new film, Help Me, which just finished production in Northwestern PA. Make sure to follow us on social media. You'll find all the tags and links in the show notes for this episode. Until next time, this was Film Grain. This podcast is produced by Edinburgh University Center for Branding and Strategic Communication. It's part of the Northwest Pennsylvania Innovation Beehive Network.